Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome once again to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, where every week we're tackling some of those main questions that young families face around finances so that you can remove that financial anxiety take great steps forward early in life, and just free yourself up to spend more time making life enjoyable. Now, we are already on the eighth and final episode of this Your Major Money Misnomer series. And what we've been doing so far in this series is focusing on some of those major misunderstandings, those misconceptions that I see most often being an advisor. Now, as always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Clicking that star, leaving a review, it honestly really, really helps us reach other young families out there. Now, last week, if you remember, we discussed, don't worry, we are all emotional investors, where we covered why emotions tend to play such a big and frankly unwelcome part in investing and what you can do to try and not have that work to your detriment. So check that out if you have not already. Today, though, our title is Advisors Aren't Candy Bars where we're going to discuss what you need to know about the many different types of advisors out there and what you can do to make sure that you find one that really is a good fit for you. Now, everybody has a different favorite candy bar growing up, right? When I was a kid, my favorite candy bar by far were Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. If you heard the last episode I did, uh, I'm not that much of a sweet tooth anymore, but at the time, it was definitely my favorite. Now, not exactly what you're supposed to do, I know. But when you go to the movie theater, if you're like me, you may happen to buy a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup at the grocery store before you go to the movie theater because it is much, much cheaper (laughs) than buying it there. The one at the theater wasn't any better. It was exactly the same tasting Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but it was just double the price. I'd rather have two. (laughs) So I know listening now, many of you probably have done that same thing before. And uh, I honestly would probably have a a little bit of a hard time believing if you've never done this at any point in your life. But, you know, hey, maybe there there are some people out there that follow the rules uh, exactly when it comes to that. The movie theater that we wanted to go to, though, that decision was different. We had a bunch of different movie theaters that we could choose from. They were all movie theaters. They, they They were all showing that same exact movie, but they weren't all the same like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. One was cheaper, uh, I think it was closer to our home, Uh, another had really comfy seats, another one had those really big IMAX screens, and so what you need to know is we come across many people believing advisors are consistent, like a candy bar, like my Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, when they actually can have a lot of variety, like the movie theaters. So, you know, when you think about it, an advisor in general is just someone that's out there giving you advice. That's it. But what they're licensed for and their approach, it it greatly influences what your experience with them may be. So for starters, licensing initially dictates what they're even allowed to discuss with you. So let's say that someone is only licensed for, you know, insurance. That means they can only discuss life insurance, maybe some fixed annuities with you. That's it. They, they can't discuss investments because they're not licensed for investments. Now, on the flip side, if they're only licensed for investments, then they can't evaluate your insurance needs. 
So the licensing is really important to know because it dictates what they're allowed to discuss. When it comes to investments, there are even different types of licensing. So someone may only be licensed for licensed for commission products, which would be, you know, you put money into it, into an investment, the advisor gets a commission up front, and that's it. While some advisors are also licensed to use managed or fee-based products as well. So it has an ongoing management fee because there's ongoing management on the account with them. Maybe there's financial planning in that as well. So there are different structures that they could use. And we haven't even got into all the designations yet. So you might see a CFP, CFA, or honestly a million other different designations out there. And so what you get to is this combination of licensing and designations that can also dictate even whether that advisor has to act as a fiduciary or not, which the word fiduciary is really just a fancy way of saying legally having to put your interests ahead of their own interests. On top of that now is their actual approach, meaning what do they focus on, uh, for whom, is their approach investment focused, planning focused, are they working with middle class people, uh, high net worth people, maybe individuals versus family, young, old, and you can see there's a lot of possible combinations that can quickly escalate. And the really, really unfortunate part about this is that it can be really difficult now for you, the consumer, when you're searching to find an advisor and you want one that best fits for what you're looking for and to compare it with somebody else and what they're offering and what that may cost because everyone tends to be under this general, you know, quote unquote, we help people with their finances blanket statement. So what you can do to help get through this is to ask questions. And by the more questions you ask, the more you understand them and what they do. And you can find out if any particular advisor out there is a good fit for what you are looking for. So I would strongly, strongly encourage you to ask a lot of questions like, you know, what licensing they have what designations they have, why did they choose to get those designations, what kind of people you know their firm prefers to work with, how many clients do they have overall, how much staff do they have, uh, what do they focus on, investments, insurance, planning, um, you know, how often do they communicate with you, what should you expect from the relationship. All of these questions are really great to get a full understanding of who you're dealing with and what they're giving you and what they specialize in to see if they're a great fit for what you're looking for. And as an advisor myself, I consider all of this fair game. I can answer all these questions, so I think it's fair to say I expect every other advisor out there to be able to answer these questions. So for example, I'm licensed for all securities, so all investments that means, whether they're commission or fee-based, as well as life, health, disability, long-term care insurances. I'm also a mortgage originator in New Jersey. I have my CFP or Certified Financial Planner designation, which I got specifically because we focus on comprehensive holistic planning for our clients at my firm. We work overall at this firm with middle-class families, particularly younger families or those 10 years away from retirement or more, so there's time for us to really help them. Uh, we focus on planning, so arranging investments, insurance, cash flow, all that good stuff to point in that same direction so that they can best achieve what would make you happiest in your life, which equates to what your what your goals are, right? So who am I not a good fit for? That means I am not a good fit for a lot of people out there. I'm not a good fit for, let's say, a, a single super high net worth individual that just wants help stock picking. 
or uh, a company that is looking for life insurance to help cover some of the important members of the company. I'm not a good fit for either of those situations, but I'm sure there is someone who is a perfect fit for those situations out there. I will freely admit, of course, I am biased that having an advisor is a benefit to most people out there because, you know, hey, I'm an advisor. And if I didn't think that, I should probably have a different job. But it really, really, really needs to be the right one and the right fit for you. You need to be clear on who you're working with and if they're a good fit for what you specifically are looking for. And if you don't want an advisor, you know, hey, that's fine too. But hopefully after today, you're at least walking away from this episode having a better idea of how, you know, every advisor out there is not the same. They're not all candy bars. And if you ever wanted to, you could likely find one that is a fit for exactly what you want and what you're wanting help in doing. Thanks very much for tuning in today. As always, if you're able to implement what we're covering, that is fantastic. Less to worry about, less anxiety, full time to just focus on making life as enjoyable as possible. If you are wanting help with these things, though, please do not hesitate. You have questions, anything like that, want to clarify something. Check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. That's www.enjoymore30s.com. And of course, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe, review us again on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. And just like that, we have another series down, uh, your major money misnomers. Can't believe that we already puts another one in the books. But next week, we will have a fantastic recap for you. We're going to cover all eight of these major money misnomer items so that you have what you need to help take action anywhere you have not already. So until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.